Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Musings of a Man United Fan podcast. My name is Paul. On today's show, I'll be talking about our embarrassing defeat to Leicester City earlier today in the Premier League. We lost the game by four goals to two and I'll be giving my thoughts on the game and also be discussing the individual performances and the general performance of the team as a whole um, during the game so basically i'm upset and disappointed and i'm angry and i'm sure many of you listening to this podcast are also very upset too about the result and we've been here before we've been we've seen all this play out in the past under Oli's reign how long are we going to allow this to continue how long will the board smell how long will it take the board to smell the coffee you know it's been it was an embarrassing loss and a terrible defeat and i intend to talk more about this after the break don't go anywhere all right you're welcome back to the show thank you for staying tuned i would like to remind you guys that depending on your your preferred podcast platform please don't forget to follow or subscribe as the case may be and make sure you keep on following um the music of your man fan podcast i release podcasts every week especially after every man united game so there will be another podcast after the champions league game with atlanta there will be another podcast after the super sunday game with liverpool so make sure you don't miss any of this podcast hopefully there'll be podcasts whereby we'll be analyzing my united's improved performances and more positive um showings but for now it's been a painful and humbly defeat for we my united fans um it was painful to watch um the games the game didn't start well for my united um, the game didn't start well. The first 15 minutes, Leicester bust the game. We were playing well. You know, you could see they were up for it. United was a bit casual, too casual for my liking. And the chances were there. Leicester created some half chances, but I guess the run of play, Mason Greenwood opened the scoring. It was totally against the run of play. It wasn't that there was some kind of um, build up. We were building up to that point whereby the goal came. It was just against run of play. We we're far from being the better side. In fact, for the most for throughout the game, we were second best. Leicester were organized, well drilled. They had a game plan and executed it perfectly. We, on the other hand, were woeful. But we had moments which it is which has always been the future of this United team. Um, after the first game against the uh, Leeds, we had our moments, and Mason Greenwood in the 18th minute scored a screamer. We didn't do anything to deserve the goal. It was just individual brilliance that saw us through, and of course, we threw away the advantage we got. We had a platform to, you know to play on or play from we had gotten the lead we could settle down and try and 
break it down. But this team is poorly coached. And Leicester, when the game kept on going, you know that it was just a matter of when Leicester equalized. The sad thing is that we gave them the equalizer on the plate. They just partly at fault on that hit the pass, but you expect Maguire to read it, seeing how the pace of the pass should have gone for it. He waited and waited and allowed Kelechi Henacho to rob him of the ball and pass to Tillemans, who scored another excellent goal. It was avoidable, sloppy, terrible, terrible defending. Shame, shame on Maguire. Shame on him. He is the captain of this club. He should lead by example. But he acts like every other player. No leadership, no ounce or trace of leadership on Maguire. Shame on him. He obviously was much rusty. That is on Ole. Ole trusts Maguire even if he has half a leg. But if he's fit enough to play, Ole will use him. Eric Bailly and Lindelof, I'm sure, we might still have lost this game, but they would have given it a much more better performance. Probably would have been undone from set plays only. But today, we gifted Leicester those goals and still were undone from set plays. That is terrible. Make no mistake, um, or you guys shouldn't forget, we had a set piece coach in Jacob Ramsey. I, think, I believe that is his name. What the hell is he doing? We are no better than last season. And we're already eight games in in the Premier League. Two games in in Europe. What are we talking about? We've played 11 games this season. And there doesn't seem to be any visible improvement in the quality of either attacking or defending set plays. I don't understand what goes on in the training, really. I am the the club is in a mess, terrible mess. Anyways, so we go into the game, one one half time. In the second half, there's some improved performances, but again, the Leicester team were far better. They created better chances, made the Jia work. Imagine the Jia was our man of the match. Even Kasper Schmeichel in his interview said clearly that the Jia was the man of the match. And that it could have been more if not for Dija. Is that on an insult on a club of the status of Manchester United? Really, at this level? So, we concede a second goal in the situation through Soyuncu from a badly divided side play. Maguire playing Soyuncu onside. Then, we get a lifeline through Marcus Rashford. Again, Lindelof Rashford combination and Rashford looking surprisingly very sharp. I thought he would have been rusty, looking surprisingly sharp and buried the opportunity. Kept us back in the game. And less than a minute later, Leicester uh, go back into the lead. Within 54 seconds, that should not happen. We are playing, the team is playing like a small club, it's playing like a modest team. I don't think less, I mean, I don't think. Um, Liverpool or, or Manchester City or even Arsenal would let such would lose concentration so quickly in a game after coming back from behind, really. And again, 
we we collapsed after that and Lesa went on to grab the winning goal. I mean the go to to seal the defeat uh through passing Dakar in the ninety first minute. Shameful, shameful performance. And this poor performance has been going on for weeks. There is no we don't have any consistent run of victories. It's just defeats. You win a game, you draw a game, you lose a game, you know. Medjuka results. I don't know, it's um it's so annoying. I checked out some stats today and this is Ole's records, folks. Ole has in the Premier League alone, Ole has been in charge of 123 games. And we have lost 33 games, drawn 32, and won only 58. Now, guys, think about this. We have lost 33 matches under Ole in the Premier League. I don't I can't imagine Sir Alex Ferguson. Even Morillo and LVG in their first in their throughout that stage never lost an average of eleven matches per season. I stand to be corrected. Ole has been here three years and he has lost thirty three times. That is an average of eleven losses per season in the Premier League. How can you win a league title with such stats, with such damning stats? How? How? Who wins league titles with such losses, amount of losses per season on the average? No one. No one. We are out of a title race at as this stance. We are now in a top four battle. That is where we are right now. In just eight games. We've just played eight games into the season and we are already out of the top four race. Because we take on Liverpool next in the Premier League on Sunday. Liverpool were Liverpool were awesome today against against Watford away from home. Liverpool were untouchable. They were excellent. The yes, Watford is not the, the strongest of sides, but you know, if we just my United playing Watford, Watford would give us a game. I will probably struggle to win by one goal or two goal margin at best. We will not outclass, we will not beat Watford comprehensively. No way. Not on this kind of form. It's so shocking, the performance by Man United. It's so painful and shocking. Terrible. 58 matches Ole has won as a Man United manager in the Premier League in the past three years since he took over in 2018. That is terrible. He has won only less than half of our matches. That is not good enough. For this club, so any talk about progress is a scam, a big scam. Anyone saying that United are progressing, it's a lie, really. Today, Leicester had 11 shots on target, and United had only six on target. And I can bet you, uh, out of that six, two of those shots were from Lingard and McTominay that barely tested um, Kasper Schmeichel. So it's so it's so shameful. I'm sure you, some of you guys might have read um, Ole and Pogba's comments um, in their interviews. So I just want to read them out for those who have not seen them to tell you this damning situation we are in right now in this club. This is what Pogba said. He said, 
to be honest, we have been having these kind of games for a long time, and we have not found the problem. We have considered easy and stupid goals. Now, that is a damning statement on the management of this team. Really. Kogba is even clueless on what is going on. And he, does not, he, he admitted that we've been having this kind of game for a long time, since Ole's reign began. Losses to um, Watford, where we lost 2-0. Uh, Burnley losses, games in the past. Games that we shouldn't be losing. We've lost so many of these games. And this is down to Ole. All down to Ole. Boga went on to say, the fans were going to push and put pressure on us. And we need to be more mature and arrogant in a good way by playing our football. We need to find the key because we deserve to lose. Again, another damning statement. Even the players know that they deserve to lose. If we had, if, if, if after Rashford equalizer, uh, Leicester City did not score immediately, we probably had held on or probably even got a winner on the break. Something like that. And this would have papered over the cracks. We would have failed to see how shambolic we've been all this time. And it is good that we are having these defeats. Maybe there will be some soul searching, but you and I know that nothing, if we look at it, nothing is going to happen. Tarek, McKenna, they are on the verge of getting new contracts. Mike Phelan has already been given a contract extension. Do you not sack people who you just given the contracts? Ole himself has been given a new contract less than two, three months ago. Do you not sack people who you've just given contracts? No. They will be there for the foreseeable future. And we just have to hope that our form improves because I bet you the problem now, if it's not clear for everyone, is that no matter who only plays in that midfield or attack or defense, my United will struggle because there is no system or pattern of play that really that is really coached into this team to break down opposition or to nullify the opposition. Nothing. It's just vibes. Go out there and express yourself. And of course, they will express themselves and we will have these moments of brilliance from Messi Greenwood, Marcus Rashford, Cristiano Ronaldo, Bruno Fernandes. But there's no system, no structure in which um, the team can build upon to win difficult games. Right now, we are losing and dropping points to everybody. Mid-table teams, top six teams. And we are going to take on Sports City and Liverpool in the next couple of games. Sports will probably take a point or maybe get a draw or even defeat us. If Liverpool or Manchester City go gung-ho against Man United, maybe that might be their undoing. But if they... If they are tactically astute, as most teams are, nullifying all United's um, game plans of hitting long balls, trying to get their fast forwards to uh, score on the break or win a penalty, you know, if you if you can avoid that, that is the end. Teams are wiser now. They've nullified Ole. And Ole is clueless on what to do because there is no system. And he's been found out now to be a fraud. And unless he 
begins to select the right players who can help implement a system, I don't know. It's going to be a very long season for, for us, my United fans, really. Um, I don't know if I want to continue with this quote. Um, he said, um, we need to find the key because we deserve to lose. We need to change something. I don't know if it is the method of the players. I don't know because it is frustrating. If we want to win the title, these are the games we need to win, even if they are very hard. We need to find the mentality and tactics to win. It is everyone from the goalkeeper to the last person on the bench. We have to look at the and as a team fix this. So, Boba has called out Ole and everybody. We need to improve. By the way, Kuba had a terrible game as well. He didn't have a good game. He was losing possession, you know, at an alarming rate. He didn't have a good game. He struggled. He didn't impact the game. Nothing. He did nothing. But he's part of the problem. He doesn't even know what the problem is. Everybody is at fault. And this has to change. And I don't know if Ole can change it. I don't think he knows what to do. But he needs one. He needs to find a way to get Ronaldo into the game. We need to find a way to create chances for Cristiano Ronaldo. Ronaldo is not getting chances. And I don't know. In fact, I'm just pissed right now. What did Ole have to say himself? I only said, lately, we have not been in great form and and have lost too many points. Something may have to change. Do, you, do we need more legs in there? He's asking. Who is he asking? Me and you? We, the fans? Is he us? He's asking. What do we need? Does he, shouldn't he know by now? If by now he doesn't know, then there's a problem. It is one that we, we have to really analyze. Really. If not analyze this by now, what were you doing for the two weeks? In the international break, didn't you know that there's a problem? Wasn't it clear that there's a problem that needed analyzing? Why now? The one positive was Michael Drasher coming back in and got legs and he's sharp, so that's the big bonus. I've got many good players and every game is a different game. And I'm not going to put excuses up for the team. I put that because it is full of top players and that was not good enough. So Ole has held up his hands showing that he is at fault for the whole shambolic display and you know i'm lost for words really i'm really not myself because i'm very angry and when i'm angry um i tend to lose my composure and um my ability to express myself uh coherently so i'm simply pissed with ole um many fans who are ole in um I don't know what they are thinking, but surely now they have to begin to think that, look, this cannot continue. There's nothing here that suggests that Ole can take this, make, uh, make this to win the Premier League. There's nothing really. There's nothing really. How can you play like this? Mind you, Leicester, let's not forget, Leicester has also had a turbulent season, quote-unquote, have struggled this season. They've lost to West Ham. They drew with um, Norwich also. They've they've had some um, poor results, okay? And I guess Man United, they were the better side. They were far the better side. So that shows you that, look, you can have poor form. Anyone can have poor form or struggle. 
but you can see the effort you can see the direction the team is going united you cannot say you cannot beat your children and say this is the pattern of the mind and play this is the direction united are going this is what um united are set out to do no just a collection of superstars lumped in together and trying to use their talent individual talent to win games really so that's my take on that on individual performance clearly david de Gea was man of the match outside at least the only good thing i can say about the just performance is that no one can push the agenda of the inherence anymore to be the first choice the inherence should simply be this time or go alone or join another club if he can't wait for the Gea okay contract to run out that's simply he was outstanding our best player our man of the match did you thumbs up to you one bisaka he had a decent first half struggled in the second half one bisaka needs to be much much bolder in terms of his composure and his crossing ronaldo is suffering because there are no crosses coming in from him and Lukshot didn't have too many crosses either today. Lukshot too has been poor, you know. And I don't know, have we been duped by Lukshot? Seeing that Teles is really not, um, is often not fit to challenge him or he's not, also not as good as he is defensively. Is that what Lukshot is banking on? Because Lukshot seems to have regressed after his performances last season. He needs to discover his good form, Lukshaw, really. Um, Linda Love did okay in the first half. He was doing well up until... Um, up until this equaliser. Although, I mean, not the equaliser, the second goal, um, Leicester scored. After that, it became a shambolic performance. He got a good assist for Rashford. Uh, he and Rashford have that combination. That is the good thing about Lindelof. But every other thing, Lindelof is suspect defensively and aerially. He has been suspect. And I don't know. Uh, um, Lindelof is a mixed one for me. Um, for Maguire, Maguire obviously was not match fit. He was rusty and was very sloppy. And that is on Ole. But you know what? Ole will still play him against Atalanta and against Liverpool. Eric Bailly should and Lindelof should have played. We saw stats um, you know, on the build-up to this game that um, Lindelof and Eric Bailly, when they play, they never get to win games. They often draw or lose. But I bet you, if both of them had played this game, probably would have had a more a much better defensive performance compared to what we saw today really maybe we might have been undone from third place but um that first goal that um Leicester scores does not come if it was Linda Love or by playing there instead of Maguire really um Maguire terrible performance should not have played the game Ole this is on you in the midfield, Matic was was very good. Um, of course, because his legs are gone, he started to tire towards the end of the game and he was removed. But he was our best player in the midfield. In fact, our outfit players, I think he was practically the best. Really, consistent level of performance. He did okay, but he has lost his legs. And he can't match the energy 
and the pressing of Ishumare and Telemans in midfield. It was just too much for him. Pogba had a poor game, struggled, committed too many fouls, did not do anything significant you know, to help our cause. Really, it was a poor game from Pogba. This is somebody who we've tabled a contract for and he's holding all the cards. He has refused to sign. He wants to leave, let him leave. I've said this like a broken record. Ole should give, if Pogba, whom he is, is trying to persuade to stay, is not delivering excellent performances, then he should play those who want to be here. I can't see, I don't see why Donny van der Beek and you know, can't play games, can't get a game while people like Pogba keep on. Um, having inconsistent performances. This has been the summary of Pogba Trash's six years stay in Man United. Inconsistency. Consistently being consistent. You can't trust Pogba to give you good performances for 10 straight games in a row. No, you will see him struggle. You know, he holds on to the ball a tad too long and gets into, um, you know, wranglings with um, people who are pressing him. He should learn to release the ball much more quickly, really, and avoid some of this, um, his kind of play. He needs to reduce it. Just keep it simple. Do the needful immediately, quickly, you know. In the attack, Greenwood scored a great goal, but apart from that, I don't see any other thing that he did well in the game. He was poor for most of the game, um, missing Greenwood. Ronaldo had no service, was poor too, but he had no service. You know, the graveyard shift is what um, Ronaldo is playing. If it was Marshall, would all insult Marshall. But you can see that even if you bring Messi into this team, United will struggle. If you bring the best player of the world, the Mbappes, everybody, they would struggle because of the way we play, which is not good enough. Um, Bruno, he had an assist, but really, it wasn't really, it's not, wasn't really spectacular. It was just, he had to be the one to pass the ball to um, um, Mason Greenwood, who scored the screamer. But good for us, who put him in our fantasy teams, who are being tempted to sell him and go for Sadio Mane. To be fair, but that's an aside. Um, in the attack, um, Sancho had a poor game. For well, in some moments in the first half, he did some good things. Tried to um, play nice two passes to Ronaldo and to show some creativity with um, have some interchange with Ronaldo. But in the second half, he was lost and Ole promptly removed him. I can't blame. Sancho, we signed him presumably to to play in the right wing, but we are playing him on the left, and I don't know for how long this can continue. Now Rashford is back, and he looks up and ready because he wants that that left wing back for him. So Rashford is going to be challenging Sancho and Marshall for that left wing spot, and and I'm sure Rashford is up for the challenge. And as you can see, he's probably going to win the race to beat the starting um, left winger. So, Messi Greenwood has been scoring goals too, meaning Sancho and Marshall might be have some time on the bench, including Jesse Lingard, really, because I don't understand. Um, anyway. 
so that is basically um who else have i not mentioned um lingard and um mctominay i think they were responsible for the third goal coming in mctominay you know all of them oh, man boy mctominay was the moment matches left that pitch the the team became um became so open mctominay really i don't know that injury that surgery he had had taken every early season form he had you know it's so disappointing um they should have defended better he and lingard for the third goal that uh, leicester scored so um that's basically ladies and gentlemen i'm quite disappointed it's been a long podcast but so these things just had to be said um united has been poor and we take on atlanta on i think tuesday or wednesday i'm not sure i think it's tuesday we take on atlanta and they will be compact they are an italian side they will be compact they will be as ruthless they have good players in that side and i hope we don't lose that game because if we lose that game effectively we are out of the champions league because i don't see us winning three games in this at a, in a row United don't have what it takes to win three games in a row at this point in time. We would dro- definitely drop points. So I hope we don't lose that game to Atlanta. It is, vit- it is vital that we don't lose that game to Atlanta. It's really vital. Then we'll take on Liverpool on Sunday. And um, yes, you can get a team fired up for Liverpool at Old Trafford and we may get a result. But the problem has always been... Um, against the smaller teams that we should be getting results in. We are dropping points massively. So we've dropped points against Villa, Everton, Leicester, Southampton. uh, Leicester has been by far our strongest test so far this season and we failed woefully, shambolically. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say thank you for taking our time to listen to this podcast i appreciate you all for taking our time it's been it's going to be a difficult weekend for the rest of us but we move on we move on and hope for the best and you know hope is what keeps us watching and um i don't know what else to say at this point in time so thank you so much for taking our time um, have a pleasant weekend. Stay safe, stay strong, and I'll see you on the next show. Bye for now. <laughs>